Hi, good evening. This is Angie P. Um, 11 from Heaven through the gates of motherhood. And um, thanks for joining me on this evening. Um, happy Friday. Happy Friday. I know that it's a hard thing to say happy Friday when we are looking at what's going on in the world today. We're looking at people hurting. We're looking at rioting. We're looking at looting. We're looking at so many different elements that are going on. Um, people are protesting. But again, happy Friday to you. If you are listening, um, pull up a, a chair and a cup of tea and just take a listen with me as um, we chat this evening a little bit about the thoughts of racism um, as as moms. What are we thinking concerning our children with when we hear racism, you know, I um, have five sons and I can tell you that the way things are going, the way things have gone, I've always been um, concerned about that, you know, concerned about their well-being, concerned about what's going on when they're driving around at night. And again, these are the concerns that I've always had as a mom, even before um, things erupted. And I think that I am not the only mom who feels that way as a black or African-American woman and mom. I have always been concerned about, again, my son's out and about um, certain times of the night. And what if they do get pulled over and what will happen if they've pulled over, if they're being pulled over at a certain time of the night? What will I, what will happen? You know, will they be treated fairly? You know, will they be um, harassed, just what will happen to them. And I know that's the type of thing that we as moms feel like we shouldn't have to worry about, but it is. I have spoken to moms that have had to give their sons, just as I have, a rundown of what to do if you're pulled over. It's almost like you have to develop a script just to ensure, hopefully, that the wrong cop does not pull you over a cop that is filled with hate, a cop that is filled with malice in his heart. And he pulls them over and he takes his frustrations out on um, our sons, you know, and that, um, and, and having a husband who's out working and wondering again, is he safe? Is he going to be racially profiled when he, when he picks up um, things outside and when he's out and about, you know, is he going to be safely, uh, is he going to be racially profiled? And so again, these are some things that I know that I am not the only mother and wife who have been concerned about through the years. And now where we are now, things had to, and I really think that things had to come to a head. You know, we're still mourning the loss of those who have died um, under the pretenses of racism. We're in prayer still for George Floyd and his family. And again, all those women who, again, um, have been killed and shot. And and so, again, it's such a deep-rooted situation and something that will not get healed overnight. It's going to take a lot of listening. It's going to take a lot of sharing. It's going to take a lot of understanding with um with people to understand exactly what 
we've been going through. And again, it has not just started. It's something that has started through the years, the, the evil eye of racism. It started evil eye. And I don't think, and I do firmly believe that when God created all men, that he did create all men to be equal, that everyone should love one another and that we should live in a world where we are, again, not judged for the color of our skin. But again, it, where we are right now, it's spiraled out of control through the years. You know, this is not a new thing, protesting. People have been protesting through the 60s. And again, it's been a challenging time. It was a challenging time back then. And it brings us to where we are now. And I think if we, if America does not stop, look and listen and learn, I think those are the top things that we can do right now. Take the time to stop and listen, look and learn and educate. If you're not African-American, if you are white or any other race, you should take that time out to understand what we have been through as a people and just take the time out to know that we are not the enemy. You know, we were we were created here as well to be able to do things that we want to do with our families and be able to go different places again and not be profiled. You know, we have to understand that it's unacceptable. And I've been seeing so many different things on social media where um, people have been saying that to be silent is the is an atrocity. And it's true. To be silent is an atrocity. It's some, a lot of times to not say anything at all, to see it happening and to not say anything at all, it makes you almost as guilty. You know, when we see things that are wrong, if we see racism, if we see um, children not being treated correctly, if we see women being degraded and all these different elements of racism and um, people not being mistreated, we have voices and we should express that it's not okay. It is not okay. It's never been okay to murder someone. I, um, as everyone else, I took the time out to look at the video and it's horrific. If it is absolutely horrific and hard to look at it and to know and later learn that as he was dying, that he was calling out for his mother. And I could not imagine any of my sons being in that position and calling out for me and I am not there. America has to change. White people, white culture, white people have to change. Police brutality has to stop. I often think about that as well. And I believe that there should be some type of education about African Americans, about the culture, about the mind that we have as a people. There should be education. And if you have a chance to get educated, get educated about slavery, about the things, again, that we've been through as a people. You know, it's things are not going to stop. Things are not going to change until we understand, until we take the time out to understand 
each other's world. It will not change. We have to understand and unite. It's an awesome thing to see different races and people and cultures uniting. And the sad thing is that it took um, a martyr like George Floyd to get us talking, to get people conversating. A man had to lose his life. And so where we are now, let's take the time out to look at ourselves. Whatever race that we are, let's take the time out to look for ourselves. Look out, look for ourselves. Look at ourselves. You know, if you are not of African, black America, take the time to watch and take the time to know that, again, black lives matter. All lives matter, yes, but black lives matter. And so, again, if they could take the time out as policemen to educate them, policemen as well need to be educated. They need to be educated and they also need to have to meet self, I mean, evaluations, mental evaluations, mental evaluations to see are they mentally stable? Are they mentally able to deal with the things and people and situations that they're going to be crossing every day? Are they of sound mind where they're able to arrest someone without bringing the anger to the window, the anger that's of something that may have happened the night before, an argument with a wife or something that happened at the force or something that just happened at the police station that they're upset about and they take that anger and they take that violence and they take the miseducation and use it for something else when they walk to someone's window of a who's African-American. I believe strong, strongly that there should be, again, some type of mental evaluation. Mental evaluation and educate. Educate. Knowledge is power. If you are a policeman and you're listening to my broadcast, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's never been okay. If you are a mom that's listening, let's try to rest and pray. Let's keep our children Keep our children in prayer. Let's keep the world in prayer. Let's keep this universe in prayer. So many things are going on. Let's pray that the protesters can protest without the violence. That the protesters can say what they need to say without looting. Without tearing up our buildings and our cities and our states. Because people live in the buildings. People are living in the in the surrounding areas and now we're running out of resources sometimes in other areas because places have been demolished let's not loot let's not tear up the city because at some point in time we're going to have to rebuild we're going to have to rebuild a city we're going to have to rebuild things that are needed in our communities and guess what some of those places of business will not be restored because there's been too much damage and our people don't have money to even rebuild. So this weekend, if you find yourself going to a protest, if you find yourself going uh, somewhere to help clean up a community, remember, do it with peace. Do it with peace, not with violence. And I know that we are angry as a people, but if we can move the anger and just Focus on the protests and what we're protesting about and not be part of the people that are tearing up things that are looting, that are stealing from businesses. 
And I know that a lot of times there are opportunists always around that are looking for a reason to break into places. They're looking for reasons to loot. They're looking for places to terrorize anyway. But again, this weekend, if you are out there and if you're choosing to protest like I am, go into protesting with a peaceful heart, with a peaceful spirit, with a peaceful mind to understand that we have to unite. We have to unite as a people. We have to unite as a people of color and do this thing right. We have to. We have to. You know, this is one of those topics, again, that a lot of times it's sticky to talk about. It's kind of sticky to some people to actually um, discuss it and, and, and analyze it and speak up. And if you are in a place this weekend and you see and you experience racism, speak up. Now's the time to speak up. It's been time. But now's the time to speak up and say, this is not okay. And if I have been part of the racism, let me ask myself, why? Where did it come from with me? Where did it reside? Was I taught it by my parents? What did I see? When did I start treating people less than? When did I start looking at people thinking that they're nothing? When did I start looking at people thinking that that I was better than them? If we are part, if you're part of the problem, become the solution. Again, with education. Looking and listening. Looking and listening. Again, this has been a season where things have been, wow, it's been hard. It's been hard and I never thought that, you know, that this would happen, the unimaginable. But again, it's been happening for so many years, racism, the ugly eye of racism. And so let's change it. Let's change it and know that lives matter. Black lives matter. Women's lives matter. Black women's lives matter. And let's be part of the solution and not the problem. And so with that being said, I am getting ready to sign out. I thank you for listening this evening, taking the time to listen. And I hope that listening to this podcast has has made you think a little bit differently. If you've never thought differently, now's the day. It's never too late to change. Now's the day to listen, to look at what's going on. To look at what's going on, the treatment of people. People should never be treated as, as less than And so as we are signing out, let's remember to pray for the world, pray for the nations, pray for our children. You know, I had a really brief conversation with my daughter who is 15. Well, she's 14 and she's going to be 15 and she's looking and she's wondering. She's never experienced racism and she's looking around and she's asking questions and she's distraught because she doesn't understand fully when she sees rioting and when she sees looting and she's fearful. But I had to even explain to her, and that's another thing, let's educate our children. Find a way to educate our children so that they don't grow up with those racism thoughts, those racism motives. Let's teach our children that it's not right. 
Let's teach our children that it's not correct. Let's teach our children to not hate, teach our children to love. While we're teaching them manners and all these other different things, let's stop and teach them that this is not right. To not ever treat anyone like this because of the color of their skin. Educate our children. Educate your world. And again, this has been Angie B. 11 from heaven through the gates of motherhood. Thanks for joining me this evening. Have a wonderful weekend. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in. Bye-bye.